Welcome to When God Breaks Through, a podcast designed to look at the messy moments in motherhood and show how the gospel applies in practical ways, giving us hope and grace as we interact with our own kids. You'll hear crazy stories and life lessons from my mothering of eight kids. But more importantly, you'll hear the hope Jesus offers us for peace and not anxiety, for grace both for ourselves and to extend to our kids, and wisdom to point them to Him. I'm your host, Bethany Kimsey. Welcome back to the kitchen table. I'm so glad that you're here with me this week. I have a special friend sitting with me. Melanie Red is a good friend of mine, honestly, through Instagram. But Melanie, I feel like you and I have been friends probably for about three years now on there. And I'm excited to have you here today because we're going to be talking about rest. And it is something... um, that I think most of my listeners, I know I struggle with finding rest. So I can't wait for us to really dive into the words that you've written, but also just who you are and how you model trust and rest in the Lord will be um, a big encouragement, I think, for my, for everybody who's listening, especially for me today. Um, so before we go any further, though, Melanie, I would love for you to give an, a little introduction of your own to who you are and a little bit of your heartbeat, and then we'll get right into what you've done. Absolutely. Well, um, I'm glad to be here. Um, It is fun. We just got to meet in person in Mm -hmm. real life, and so that's a special kind of thing to get to do, and um, I'm just, I'm a wife to Randy. We've been married almost 32 years and been in full-time ministry 30, and then we have two children that are in their late 20s, and they both have come back home, and then we have a dog that's actually in the YouTube that we're, I mean, in the Zoom that we're doing. (laughs) Yeah, he's four. So I feel like I have a preschooler, <laughs> but it's been um, a fun journey. And so I'm, I'm a new podcaster. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. I'm a longtime blogger. And mostly I tell people I'm a mentor and a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things just for the women listening, the list, everybody listening, one of the things that I have loved about you, Melanie, is that I, I believe that you listen well to the spirit. And what I mean by that is I've read your things. I, I've listened to you on Instagram and you encourage me, but then you have also consistently significantly encouraged me. I don't think you have any clue, but it's, I know you must listen to the Holy spirit and he will tell you or whatever to go, Hey, how are you doing today? What can I pray for you about on days where I have literally been sitting with the Lord going, I, I am whatever, discouraged, lost, confused. Um, so I appreciate that about you. Thank you. You know, that's been one of the most fun things in ministry because I do emails and I do blog posts and, and things, but I love to personally connect with other women. And mm-hmm. so I have sort of a list of ladies that I just reach out to and I've found, I never knew one little text message can make such a difference. But I regularly pray and say, who needs a text today? And when God brings somebody to mind, I don't even question it anymore. I just send a text and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. How are you? Or how can I pray for you? And I'm never surprised, <laughs> I guess, because everybody, when they respond, they say it was perfect timing. 
And so God's good to do that. That's been really sweet part of the ministry. Yeah, it it really, it really is. I mean, I have learned that from you and I've started doing that. So understand that you're modeling and I'm like following behind you, like the younger woman going, that's a good idea. I should do that. So I appreciate that. You know, we think ministry has to be real complicated and troublesome, but I found stopping and looking when you go through the grocery line or you're at Walgreens or wherever, if you look your checker in the eye and say, how are you today? People will talk to you. And, you know, there are so many easy, quick little ways that we can do ministry and share the love of Jesus that don't take much. And so I love that the texts have encouraged you. Well, thank you. But today we're talking, you have written a, a devotional. And it's called Just Rest. It's 90-Day Devotional Diary, which, by the way, that diary part, I was like, ooh, I like that title. I, that, was, that was a different twist to it that I am really interested to hear about. But it, it really is designed for us as women walking in a world where rest feels really elusive and Um, I can, you know, in my own life, I will say that I am purposing in my heart to choose to rest. Like I'm, this is a journey over the last two years where God is teaching me this because I don't do it in my temperament. I don't do it because I feel like culture tells me I can't rest, that there's so many things I should be doing. And then in all truthfulness, I mean, I struggle a lot with just anxiety and worry. And so tell me about the heartbeat of this book, because I'm excited. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's kind of fun. It started a year and a half ago. A publisher came to me. They had seen, I have a little book called Live in Light, this for teen girls that has gotten in a lot of hands. It's done really well. And it's just a real simple little devotional. But she had seen that. And she said, let's do one for college and single girls. She said, we'll make it all about how do you deal with anxiety and fear and depression. And I began doing research. She said, she had a college girl. She had been around her college girl's friends. And then I was talking to my daughter and her friends. Mm -hmm. And so it started um, thinking only it was going to be for young women (laughs) until we started sharing it. And people were like, no, no, no. (laughs) It's not just for young women. It's for everybody. And Mm -hmm. it is specially designed for women. But there even are some men who have said, can I do it too? (laughs) Of course, we won't tell. It's got flowers all over it. But, you know, the, the heartbeat originally, she said, would you write a devotional really short? They're like 250 words. That's like an Instagram post. I mean, it's not oh, long. But she said, do you address the subjects of don't worry, don't fear, don't be afraid, don't be anxious, don't feel depressed, all the hot topics and the things yeah. people are dealing with. And I will tell you, when we started this, who knew? How, I mean, it, it, it was a year and a half ago, but the world's even crazier now. It's like we're walking in a fun house on those crazy steps that never hold still. Yeah. And, uh, we wonder, is it ever going to be still again? Are we going to live in the fun house from now on? Um, but as I begin to pray, I thought people need peace and rest no matter what. Even if the world never looks quite the same, even if we have crazy going on in our lives, we can find rest. And so as I started to study, Bethany, it was a lot of fun. I was taking a walk one day and I thought, I can't write 90 days of don't worry, don't worry, be happy, don't worry, be happy. And so um, I got the idea, I felt like God just gave me this, to instead of just saying, don't be afraid, don't, don't, instead to say, yes, we are afraid, yes, we get discouraged, yes, we feel anxious, but there is hope. And so the fun of this book is that every single day, 
points the reader back to either a characteristic or a name of God. For mm. example, if you feel like nobody sees me, nobody understands me, there's a wonderful passage where Hagar names this place where she met God, the God who sees me. And so that whole day is about God does see you. And when you're feeling alone, we spend time talking about God is with you. God never leaves you. And there's all these wonderful traits of God. And so my hope is, as they read, there's a there's reading, there's a verse, and then there's a place where they out loud declare what they've read. For example, God will never leave me. I declare that God never leaves my side. And they're going to have to say that out loud every day, whatever the characteristic is. Then there's a prayer time. And then there's a whole page, a diary, a journal. It, 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 there's an interactive space where you take everything you just went through that day and you write about it. And so I spent a lot of time, I'm a former school teacher, <laughs> and I spent a lot of time coming up with really good questions. And so <laughs> my prayer is, is they read and pray and declare and think about these things that when they get to the end of each day, they'll say, there's a God who loves me. I can trust him no matter what. Mm. This is going to be powerful. And, you know, it's, it's interesting that you said or your publisher thought it should go to young women because, um, I mean, I have three uh, late teenage and college and young adult daughters who have all come to me. I mean, because I write, but I don't, that's not really who I write to. But my girls have said, mom, there's nothing out there for us. And so I'm excited that you're, you've created this because my girls have been the, that, that voice that that publisher heard saying that there needs to be stuff in this space. Um, yeah. And it was really fun when we came up with the cover design, they sent me about five covers and I liked one that looked this, it was like a chair on a beach, but we sent it to all these young women because we were really at that time focused on them and they chose watercolors. So it's this really pretty uh, watercolor with green and, and everything in the pages. There's watercolors in here and it's very uh -huh. muted, but uh -huh. I, I found a, it, it's exactly what makes you feel rest. When you look at it, you don't feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And so we're praying that the young and the young at heart mm -hmm. <laughs> will pick it up and say, because everybody's struggling. I talk to young women who are struggling and they're on all kinds of medication because they're yeah. so anxious. And then I talk to my friends who are struggling mm -hmm. and they're on all and kinds of too. Yeah. yeah. And everybody's but, just feeling unnerved right now. I know. And, and I think that, that like what it, what's running in my head is I want to do that book with my girls because it isn't like the cost is, is there. So it's, it's approachable for everybody. It's approachable for me with the speed of my life. It's approachable for my girls with the speed of their lives, but it gives us a common language and um, it's just one of those things that I have really learned is so important is, is to be able to say, what did you think about what we read this morning? Like that God really does see you. Absolutely. And, and to have that common language in the day, like just in casual folding laundry in the afternoon, you know, and I'm sitting there with one of them and we're folding towels together and to be able to just have that would be beautiful because it is harder for me just to say, hey, do you ever feel like you are all alone and nobody sees you? Well, that's kind of like, okay, mom, where are we going? But when we both kind of walked in the same place for 90, we're walking together in something, 
I think it's going to be, it would be a phenomenal tool for a mom to use with her young, with her girls. Yeah, that's a great idea. We, when we did the live in light, I had grandfather, grandparents doing this with their grandchildren. I had parents doing it with their children and people would use it in family devotions. But the, the beauty of this, I think, is it's nice and short and it's mm-hmm. just one thing to remember. Yeah. And, yeah. and most of us just can't, you know, for those that I applaud people that do long Bible studies and, and, and do huge amounts of reading. That's wonderful. But most people are not going to do that. And so my heart is, let's catch all those people who say, I got 10 minutes, what you got? Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what this, I pray that's what this will do. There's stories there. It's not real theological, like there's not long definitions, but they're yeah. going to get the gist of it after yeah. they read the stories and the devotions and the scriptures. And so I would love that if moms and their grown daughters or their college daughters or, or dads our yeah. grandparents would say, hey, will you do this book with me? And um, it's made so it's sort of part Bible study, part, jur- you know, devotional journal. So that's a great idea. Yeah, I, th- I love that idea. I think I'm going to I'm going to do that <laughs> with mine. So do you so so you wrote this and I know the publisher asked you, but and we kind of have touched on it a little bit. But as a wife and as a mom where are you with rest? Like, how do you find rest? Well, it's kind of a fun question because my kids call me rainbows and butterflies. I'm that woman that's kind of <laughs> always level and always happy. They say, like, why are you so happy? And I think I'm that person. Um, but I have had enough close family members and friends who struggle that mm-hmm. I know it's real. In fact, I've had to learn how real it was. And I've experienced it too. I will tell you in the last few years, it, there's been so much, even me, who I think I'm pretty steady. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of rocked my world too. All you got to do is turn on the news and you're like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know, it's crazy. So I think where I am is that I, I just keep staying. I spend time every day with the Lord. I tell people my most important time that I spend every day, whether it's 10 minutes or an hour is I've got to get uh, quiet and before the Lord. And usually it involves prayer a little Bible study, a little journaling, and a little quiet, and sometimes some praise music. But I need to just be reminded there is a God and I need him. And I don't, I, it is so hard to explain, but I tell people, when I get alone with him, something inside of me changes and calms. And so that's my best place to tell people to find rest. I think if you need to see the doctor and you need to take medicine and you need to eat a special diet or whatever else you've got to do, Great, do that. But the most essential place to fill our souls, the deepest parts of us, is to spend time with the Lord. And mm-hmm. so if, if your listeners are looking for rest, there are so many things you can do that are surface, but that deep rest that helps you sleep at night, that only comes from one place. We were, re- we were created with a vacuum that only God can fill. And so I need him to fill it every single day. Yes. Yeah, it is. It is that, you know, as a, especially when I was a young mom, like, um, and exhausted all the time, I maybe would, I, I would try to get along with the Lord. Right. And then most of the time, then I would, in essence, be hoping for that one day and let it, you know, carry me as long as it could. Cause I, I couldn't repeat what happened yesterday. Wasn't going to happen today. Today's now a new day and it's crazy again. And even now though, as an older mom, where I do have more rhythms and my kids are more independent and it's still, I've had to consistently tell myself, Bethany, it's new every morning because you need it every morning. Like you can't, 
it's almost like in the old testament the concept of manna like you you don't want to eat on yesterday's manna because it get like you need new need new stuff today yeah but well, it's like it's like anything that you plug into a, a power source i mean i have a great curling iron and i have a great uh, air, you know, hair straightener, but if I don't plug them into the wall, <laughs> they don't do me any good. And I think a lot of believers never plug in, they forget and they wait. And so they have a cold curling iron that will do no good. It could do a lot of good, but it will do nothing if it's not plugged in. And I think we walk around the, this crazy world dry. Our cups are dry. We're empty. We have nothing. And we wonder why am I so anxious and why am I so afraid? And so I tell people help is a prayer. You know, worship music is, you can have prayer time worshiping. You can pray in the shower, in the car. You can go in your stall at work, <laughs> in the ladies room and pray. You can pray anywhere. And um, and so I, I just encourage people start. Don't yeah. let the fact that you don't have an hour keep you from looking up to heaven right. and telling God you need him. People think we have to spend hours in Bible study, but I tell people, you just need to look to heaven and spend a minute acknowledging there's a God and we need him. And it doesn't have to be hours and hours. And it doesn't have to be when you can focus greatly. You just need a few moments. Mm -hmm. And I gotta understand, especially young moms and busy working moms and, and, and women that have a lot on their plate, find time in the car, in the shower, find it anywhere you can. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I used to tell Troy that my holy place was my shower. Like, because even with kids banging on the outside of the shower door, it still was a place that I could just kind of get quiet and, and listen and pray. But, um, I totally, I totally agree. There's so many seasons where I have barely been able to be in the word. And yet God is faithful in those seasons. You know, he's, he's quick there too. And I think that's some, that's a, um, a myth we need to debunk a little bit is that we believe that God is waiting for us to do all this and then he'll teach us stuff. And instead I have found that in my most desperate hours, God is very quick. He is very quick to be by my side. And you know, there are times I, I, I know I've had these seasons in my life and maybe you have as well, where all we can do is just sit quietly before the Lord. There's been some seasons I can remember as a young mom, sitting in, I had a walk-in closet and we lived in Atlanta and I would go sit on the floor. And some days all I could do was just sit. And sometimes I could cry. Some days I just sat. And sometimes the kids would come in and sit with me a little while and then they'd leave. But I can remember days where all I could do was just kind of sit before the Lord. And it was very healing and nothing. I didn't say a word, but there was something about sitting in there and thinking about him and just saying, God, I need you. That was incredibly freeing. And yeah. so I, I, I don't think we have to do anything or say anything special. He just wants our attention and our hearts. And mm -hmm. so that can look like a million different things. Yeah. Um, I, I tell people to turn on the praise music. If you can't, you don't know what to pray and you, you can't focus on reading the word, get you a good praise song, get alone for a minute, put your headphones on, turn it up and just worship for a few minutes. That will change your day too. Yeah. I was wondering, um, because it's something that the Lord has been teaching me, how do you know when you are not at rest? Because for me, that has actually been a, I'll share mine afterwards, but it's been kind of a confusing conversation for me because I will say, let me tell you why I will say, no, I think I'm, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. And, and, and it's almost like God's like, but you're not at rest, Bethany and discerning the difference has been kind of a challenge for me, but how would you 
Do, do you feel that it's way? Not, you it's that? not hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I get really sarcastic. Um, I grew up with a sarcastic <laughs> family member, and in our way, sometimes of dealing with stress or frustration was okay. a little bit of snarky conversation and, and I get kind of snarky and kind of a little gruff yeah. and, and it's all like just kidding but I know when I start getting sarcastic and these words come out and it's like ooh, and I hear myself saying it's like <laughs> I, might, I might need to be sent to my room <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like oh she didn't have enough time yeah. um, you know and it also may mean that I'm just exhausted I think stress yeah. the exhaustion sometimes means we just need to go to bed earlier you know mm -hmm. we need to we just need to sit outside for a few minutes and take a deep breath. And I will tell you, I've got a fun resource. I'm going to get you this so you can put it in your show notes. Okay. It's called, I, I, the other day, somebody was asking me about this and I came up with 101 ways to experience more rest. And I thought, well, people could just take a few. And remember, what did you yes. do to help you rest? Like take a slow walk, draw a bubble bath and soak in it. Have your nails done by someone else. All of those little things affect our rest because rest yeah. is not just spiritual. Rest is emotional and it's physical and it's relational and financial mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know we need rest in our whole self body yeah. soul and spirit so um i you know to answer your question i think for me the biggest way i know is how i respond when i start reacting poorly <laughs> i am not at rest that that is actually that's really good that that actually helps me because it is truly it's been this conversation with uh, my husband has been like, you know, just, and, and we've been in a hard season lately and I kind of have been carrying a lot of whether I needed to carry it or not. I have owned and wanted to carry a lot of the mantle of certain things inside of our family dynamics and that kind of thing. And my husband has been like, you're not, you're not like, you need to rest, which and, and I think what he is, is he's, what happens with me is I don't respond well, you know, and, and I'll maybe respond with, um, okay, yes, 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 yes. And I'll just, I lose boundaries. And so I like, will put more on and own more and, and try and hustle more. I tend to, I buy into that hustle culture, like you can do it and you can do more too. And, um, so God's really been teaching me that, but that's really good. The way I respond, because I would probably say that when I am the least at rest, I am the most rude to the people closest to me. Well, and it's almost like rest is surrender because really when we get at rest, heart, deep heart rest, we're saying, God, I trust you. I mean, we really are. And we're saying, this is yours, not mine. I can't do it. You take it. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a verse and I, I, I can't quote you the exact reference, but it says this, I think it's first Chronicles. It says, neither know we what to do, but our eyes are on you. Mm. And I think when we take our eyes off of God, then we get in trouble. <laughs> and uh, we start trying to do it all, control it all, fix it all. Women are great at doing that. But I have found when I'm surrendered and I say, God, it's yours, not mine. And I have really laid it down. Then mm -hmm. there is peace and rest. That's good. Well, the name of the name of your book is just just rest a 90 day devotional diary. Where can they find it? It, is, find it? it is everywhere for pre-order, but Amazon's probably the easiest. Um, okay. the publisher has it in game press. You can go to my website, melaniered.com, but the easiest place you can pre-order now it's on um, Amazon. And they're telling me it could take just a little extra time. The shipping, there's a lot of shipping issues right now. Yeah. Um, just like everything yeah. else. 
uh, you know, everything slowed down just a little bit, but we're excited. And so I would love for people to go over and get a copy and check it out. And maybe it would be something that they could share with the daughter or granddaughter. Oh, I think so. I think so. It's for any woman, but we did think a lot about the young woman. So it is very appropriate for the 20 something, you know, the 18 to 30 crowd. It fits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great. And so then the, I know that my listeners will probably want the 100 ways to rest. So we will definitely put that in our show notes as well. Cause that is, that's fantastic. <laughs> I personally, I'm sitting here going, um, I need that today. Because <laughs> I'll send it to you. I just, it to you. <laughs> just to give myself some goals and say, okay, Bethany, these are the ways we frame rest in different spaces of our life, physical, emotional, those kinds of things. It will be very good, but Oh gosh, Melanie, I appreciate your time today. I know that um, you have great wisdom. I would love to ask just one more thing. You ha- you also have a podcast. Yeah. And I would really like for you to share the heartbeat of your podcast because I think that my listener would like your podcast as well. Sure. Um, well, the ministry of Adrian Rogers, it's called Love We're Finding. He was my pastor growing up and he's still on the radio everywhere. He's in heaven, but the ministry continues on. And so they asked me to start a virtual women's ministry mm-hmm. representing Love We're Finding. So I'm part of their ministry, but we have a podcast and a website and an email uh, that goes out every week. And so I would love for your listeners to join. And here's the, the gist of it. It is to encourage women to not fear the future. Our theme is from Proverbs 31, 25 that says she laughs without fear of the future. And so everything we do, there's some interviews, there's some devotionals. It's all to encourage women to not be afraid. So it kind of fits with what I've just written. (laughs) Everything's kind of fitting together. It does. It does. Yes. Well, we will put all of that in the show notes for people to know where to find you, find your podcast, find this devotional. Um, that they can do and and find rest and maybe even do with some of their girls. Um, And I appreciate your time today. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a joy. Yes. I hope you enjoyed this episode of When God Breaks Through. If you're wanting to connect with me and with other moms walking in the same messy moments, head over to bethanykimsey.com. That's where you'll also find the show notes with any links, as well as more resources you can grab to help you see that when God breaks through, when we see Jesus at work, the fuzzy intersection of real-life mothering and the gospel becomes very clearly defined. We can walk with confidence and purpose. Have a grace-filled day.